Yerase. A fresh perspective on all things spiritual, self care, and wellness. Intentionally keeping things clear, simple, and easy to follow as you cultivate your personal power. My wish is for you to empower yourself, experience your divinity, restore your spirits, and create more magic in your life. I'm your host, Nas. Hello, hello, hello. It's been a minute, but I have been thinking about making this episode for a hot minute. So I'm really glad to be resting and taking the time to provide the information that will come out. However it comes out, I don't have notes. This is related to love and relationships. Um, And these are all based of experiences that I have seen in the readings, as well as my own, as well as what I feel the true energy of like God and like love is. So you do not have to take this as fact. This is just a different perspective. I oftentimes have alternative ways of viewing the world and certain things. And I'm more about the energy, not necessarily like the definition or like the how it comes to be or like the how it's supposed to look like. Like it's just a thing that is... And I try my best to describe the energy and it comes out in like colors and pictures. And you know, you know, you know by this point how I am. So this will be fun. Um, I want to talk about love. La, 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 love. Uh, because it is a energy that I believe is free. Love is free. It is non-conditional. People get mad because they're just like, they're mad at someone because it's like, you love them and you don't want to love them and you don't know why you love them. But the thing is, is like, you just love someone because you love someone. You just love something because you love something. Like you cannot stop it. Your heart just does it and it's free and you're going to drive yourself nuts trying to control it. So just let it be what it is and it'll be much easier to manage. Basta, period, done, finito. Um, so yeah, I've done, I was about to say thousands of hours, thousands of hours, truly of reading, um, hundreds of people, maybe in the thousands at this point, it's a lot. It's so much. I remember energy. I don't remember names, but the energy of love is something that is very sacred and holy. It makes me very calm, quiet. I get teary eyed and I feel so blessed to experience it. You know, when you see like a beautiful couple like out in the world, you're just like, oh my God, they like love each other. Like you'll just know what love is when you see it, you'll feel it. And there are people who come and sit in front of me and they don't ask me love questions, but I'm like, damn, like you love, you are loved, you are loving, you are a lover. I'm like, can you teach me? No, I'm just kidding. Can you teach us? Do you have a class? Just kidding. Um, Not just kidding. Like I wish... Th- that it was that easy, but it's not. Um, I see love as a flame. Some people are like, oh, I want sparks. I need the sparks. Bitch, sparks can be like blown out, okay? I want wildfires. I want eternal flames, no matter how much it rains, no matter how much it's storming, no matter if you spill the ocean on top of it, it's like the ocean will be on fire for trying to get this flame out. 
I've seen it as a flame across timelines from the beginning of time to the end of time. And the end of time is never ending. It just keeps going. So it's just like this long timeline of flames. And people have shown me they've loved each other in multiple lifetimes. They find each other life after life and they want to do life together. And they're just like, "Mm." and even if they don't do it together, they want the other to find a love like that. It is so freeing and healing. It's liberating. And I see people getting stuck. People who have never, they don't believe in God or higher power. When they have a love, someone evokes that in them, then they get fixated on that person. And they think that that's the love of their life. No, you just experienced God, honey. You experienced God embodied in an individual that gave you love for a period of time that you could not recreate ever again because it was just meant for you to experience during that time with that person. And if that person doesn't want to give it to you or you don't know how to give it to them or you don't know how to build, then it's just accept it for what it was and move on. And a lot of people, married people too, they'll have a love of their life that they're not married to, that they like regret not being with but when you talk about when you see them talk about them they get calm they get quiet there's like a flame that arises within them so that's what i see and the seraphim i think those are like the angels like the tippy top like the the number one top dog og angels they're over here fueling the fire of god like they're just praising holy 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 god love we love you whatever it is that they say. So that's what that is. And I know this myself um, because I, at like 18, 19, fell in love for the first time. The only time, actually. I've only been in love with one person up to this point. And we didn't end up being together because of everyone in his space trying to separate us. And He's someone who he needs other people around. He wants everyone to just like love each other and be nice. He doesn't understand why people can't get along. And I don't understand why everyone has to be in our business. Why it can't just be between me and you for a little bit. And then you introduce it to the world. I see the Empress card when I see people who have like a flamey love. And it's like when you first find out someone's pregnant, you pee on the stick or something. Do you go tell the world? You go tell Facebook? You go tell the internet? You go tell strangers? No. You are both in the bathroom or in the kitchen or wherever you're at. Just like, oh my gosh, like we're pregnant. Like we're going to have a baby. Oh my gosh. Like, and you wait until it goes to term. Like the first trimester passes and you know you're going to have it. It's healthy. It's actually happening. Then you tell your friends. Then you tell your family. But what did you do? You went to the doctors first to confirm that it was happening. So you go to God first when it comes to your love to confirm it's happening. It's real. Go to a counselor before you go to your parents or friends or family or whatever to give you advice about what you're growing until you know it's solid and won't be broken. Because there are people who operate from whatever information they've been given. It could be fear, could be doubt, could be arranged marriage, could be shame, could be if I'm not happy, you can't be happy. It's too good to be true. Da 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 da. And you don't want that shit clouding your judgment. 
And I've seen people, they're like, oh, I want money. Oh, I want this. Oh, I want that. No, bitch, you want love. Okay, you want love. That's what you want. Money can't buy that. And you know that. And at the end of the day, you would rather be homeless and happy than with a thousand fucking buckets full of money in a big ass house, empty and alone. So, and the thing is, is like, you cannot find love outside of yourself. It comes from within you first. And then you can shine that light and then other people who have a flame can see that flame and you guys kind of get together heart to heart and build an even bigger flame with the flames that you have um created and that's the thing too like you don't have to you don't have to it's really hard when you don't love yourself but it's a beautiful thing when you find someone that loves you unconditionally it's like a candle right like you're just a light that's burning And then someone lights you up. And that's all it took was a little bit of that fire for you to be able to to build your own. And so just because you don't love yourself or feel worthy of loving yourself doesn't mean you have to shame yourself into not putting yourself out there or trying or looking or anything. But remember, look within yourself as you are looking for that love outside of you as well. I feel as though there are so many people on this planet who have love all wrong. Like it's like they get disappointed when people don't match the idealistic energy that they've created within themselves that they don't even say out loud. A lot of people think that loving is loving or being in a relationship is trying to change the person to be who you want them to be. And there's a lot of like clashing energy because that's not really who that person is and they can never be what you want them to be. And most of the time, you look for what you already are. If you like a specific kind of man, a specific kind of woman, you have those qualities within you, my friend. Hello? Focus on yourself first. Love yourself first. And then you will be open to really receiving love from other people and not feeling punished when they cannot love you or they don't want to give it to you anymore. They're just like, okay, that's fine. It's okay. I love you. I love myself more though. You can go be free. I want you to be happy. I want you to love. One of the things I did when I was letting go of this um, first love, only love, whatever, what I thought love was, which wasn't really love. Could be. I don't know. (laughs) I knew I loved him freely. And it's fine. I fought it for a long time. Um, And then I was able to let go because I called God into the conversation. I was like, God... Like, I love this person. I don't know why it hurts. And I don't want to hurt. And this isn't loving me. This isn't comfortable for me. This is not comfortable for him either because he loves me too, but not in the way I need to be loved. So we didn't know how to love each other in the way that we wanted to be loved and stuff like that. It was just incompatibility. It's kind of sad. It's really heartbreaking when two people love each other but can't be together. But I was like, I love him so much that I want him to really be happy. I want him to love himself. I don't want him to be in pain. I want him to find whatever it is that sparks his joy, that gives him life, that makes him feel well. And if it's not me, it's not me. I don't care. I don't care. And it was much easier to let go at that point. And I also would do things because we wouldn't talk to each other for long periods of time but we would talk to each other because he's also very spiritual psychic. He calls it something else because he doesn't really believe in God. He's 
under the belief that he's in this life alone and he has to do everything himself. And if God was real, why would he go through everything he's gone through, right? Why would he feel how he feels if God was real? That's his predicament that he has not worked through. And that's fine. I've been there. I'm not there anymore. And I cannot put myself in a position to create karma or problems for myself to try to help heal someone through that because that would cause me to go down a certain path that wasn't in alignment for me you know what I mean so I would talk to him on a spiritual level and he would know he would receive it and he would send me messages back and so that's how we talk and we finally let each other go and it's been a blessing and I'm so happy um that I was it (laughs) it ended how it started with a lot of people in his space him talking about it again and I was like oh here we go again you didn't learn the lesson I learned the lesson though and uh I've been such a healthy space since then I'm not someone that dates online like I've never downloaded an app I like to meet people in person and I fall out of love very quickly like you have to be someone really special energetically and I recently went to a restaurant And it was full of the most beautiful men complimenting me. And I was like, what is going on? Because I was like sweaty from yoga, talking to my friends at the shop. And I was hungry on my way home. Didn't know what to eat. I was just like my little butterfly self, like "Ah," having fun, playing with everyone in the restaurant. And uh, one was bold enough. I love bold energy to just compliment me, look at me, smile, you know, ask if I was with someone, if you could have my number, if you could take me out. And we realized very quickly we were in different stages, but we like to look at each other. It was nice to connect in that way, but it just wasn't it. And I was like, oh, this is dating. This is like natural. This is healthy. This is cute. This is fun. I was like, okay. Like it was my first time doing that. I'm a late bloomer. And then I have a lot of guy friends that want me to come out of my shell, which is funny. And they keep inviting me to go to things. And then I met more people and I'm like, ooh, I like this. This is fun. And I just like complimenting people, being complimented, enjoying company, a vibe, connecting, just being a good energy and uplifting others. And I like when it's reciprocated. So if I feel, and I'm very like energy based, like I don't have a type. I don't have, I've, (laughs) I don't have a type is all I have to say. I do like beautiful people inside and out. And I'm very blessed to, um, be treated with kindness, wellness, respect. Um, So I'm lucky in that way, but it's more of like a me thing. Like I know I'm squirmish and hard to pin down and have like commitment issues and vulnerability problems. Like I am so used to seeing everybody that when I'm seeing myself, I'm like, you can see me. Oh my God. Like, what are you seeing? And then I get very like hyper aware and shy and it makes me feel uncomfortable. So I just have to be uncomfortable with being uncomfortable and feeling something new. But I'm putting myself out there is what I'm trying to say. And I'm open to receiving whatever God has in store for me. Compliment me. Love me.
be my friend. I need people to be my friend first. It takes me a minute to warm up. And homeboy who was quote unquote love of my life was my friend for like two plus years before I was even aware he felt how he felt about me. Like I'm very like, duh, what? You like me? What? Like you've seen me at my crustiest, dustiest. You see me cry. You see me scream. You see me be hella funny. You see me go through like all kinds of crazy ass shit. You experience my intense energy. You can handle that. I'm like thinking like, oh wow, like you accept me, but I don't see them in that way. It shocks me. And then it breaks my heart because then I'm just like, I don't want to hurt them if they feel this way about me. And I can't be that for them because they were so safe for me that whole time. I just want it to be that forever unless I start developing feelings. And then I get weird and awkward. I'm just like, like, so I'm just, I got Taurus and Scorpio opposition with the love stuff, y'all. So pray for me, pray for me pray for me i'm learning i'm trying i'm trying your girl's trying but it's funny because i feel like a lot of people wish have like well good wishes for me like they want me to be like protected they want me to be loved they want me to be respected and all these things and they're just like they know the quality of the man that i'm supposed to be with so it's nice to have like protectors around me that reinforce that you know especially my boundaries and everything I've been through, they're like, no, my standards are very high. They're qual. It's like a quality thing. I got quality assurance management, y'all, on my side. So I'm very lucky, very blessed to have that kind of love around me. Um, I have seen in readings, though, people in marriages, it's loveless. They don't sleep together. They don't have sex. They're not in the same beds. They don't talk to each other. They, like, hate each other. They're disgusted by one another and I'm like it couldn't be me Mm -mm. no judgment but like I would not want that for me I've seen people who have been married for years and years and still feel like they just first met at like 19 20 years old love that for them they have happy healthy children that they fully accept that they want to be themselves love that for them the people who are in fucked up marriages usually don't want their kids to have what they have but yet they still apply like a weird pressure, like get married, have kids, da, da, da. and it's like, why do you feel like you need to tell your kids what to do when you don't even know what you're doing with your own life? Like, just because you're older doesn't mean you know shit. Like, you didn't know better. You still don't know better enough to like actually live your life how you want to. So why put your kids through the same kind of bullshit? You know what I mean? So I, I do not talk to anybody about my relationship stuff. My parents are not people who were good together. They're better apart. I was so happy when they divorced. Um, There are people who stay together for the culture. So other people in the community don't talk shit about them being divorced, even though they should be divorced. There are people that stay together for financial reasons or they feel like they've invested so much in a person that they, it's like property, like you own them. Like I invested in you. So you're my property and I'm going to be miserable forever because it's a, like, that's the kind of fucking return on investment you want. That's how you think about your relationship. Ooh, that is not love, my dear. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. You will find me at a motel living out of it by myself out of a car before I stay in anything abusive. Like I have seen that shit. 
And I would never, ever, 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 ever allow myself in this lifetime to go through that. Like, I'd rather be happy by myself than miserable with somebody. And people literally say, I'd rather be miserable and have someone than be by myself, which is sad. Like, the healing, they're so hurt, they, they don't want to heal. They need someone else around them so they can be distracted forever. And God, this love energy is free. If you pray or feel like you want to pray about truly loving yourself and truly having love in your life and truly having community and all these things you can do that and it will happen for you it will happen for you i have seen miracles happen and this is why it's important for me to be around someone who can allow me to be me like it's like something that benefits my energy is to allow like i need to be empowered and just like supported gently and given space, but also to be close. I don't know. It's like, I feel like I'm like a contradiction of sorts. Like it's like, give me space, but also attention. Like, I want to know you love me halfway across the world and that, you know, we only have eyes for each other and that, that trust is there. Like, it's like, if I don't trust someone, there's no way we'd be together. Like, I will know you could be around the most beautiful people on earth. I want to be around the most beautiful people on earth, but I would never do anything that would disrespect my union because it's like, that's my person. And so when it comes to being loyal, fiercely loyal, but at the same time, I love compliments. I like that flirty kind of energy and it's playful. It's not done from a mean spirited place, but I've been around people where it's like, if I'm looked at or complimented, they see it as a threat. And it's like, what? You're raining down on my parade. Uh -uh, I can't have that. No, I don't like people that want to control me or feel like they own me. That to me is very uh, suffocating. I remember I read for a wedding planner, a gay Filipino guy who would come to me every year for his birthday just to see what was going on. It would be a half hour. He'd want to extend to an hour every time. I love him. And he was pissed at his work. He hated his job because he was creating events like weddings to celebrate love but people didn't love each other and he was also wishing to find love at these weddings but it's like you're around people that don't love each other and everyone that's part of the charade like you're not gonna find your love there so his career was changing as he was changing because he wanted real love and didn't want to be around the bullshit anymore and I've seen a lot of like arranged or like forced kind of like marriages and stuff like that. And the way that I see it is like these ghosts in the family line, like hovering above the parents and the grandparents, trying to come back to the earth through these fucking arranged marriages and like the pregnancies and stuff like that. And they just want a body. They want to come back in a baby body within the same family. It's like you're recreating the same karma down the family line. That's why... For me, a lot of shit stops with me. It didn't go to my siblings. It's not going to go to the kids. It stops with me. Because I, I see it. And there are a lot of black sheep in the family that refuse to, to go through that crap. I started asking people. I was like, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I'm like, we just met and you're talking about all this shit. Like as if I'm going to be interested in connecting with you. Like this is a big ass red flag for me. But I would love to know more about like why you want that they can't answer the question oh i'm i'm at that age 
you know, I'm going to all these weddings and things and everyone's having babies. and da, da, da. So just because everyone's doing it, you want to do it? You don't think that there's a reason why it hasn't happened for you yet? Do you even really want it? Like, y'all don't even know how... To, like, have you watched Married at First Sight? If you haven't watched that show, watch that show. Watch 90 Day Fiance. Watch bullshit like The Bachelor. For real. It'll teach you a lot. I love that hot garbage TV about how people are just, like, controlling. And they're, like, nitpicking people down and making it all about themselves instead of really trying to get to know somebody. And, um, I don't know. It's just very superficial. It's just bullshit. I'm very alternative in that kind of way. Like, I kind of, I don't, I don't see the problem with not being married and just being together forever. For however long forever is. For as long as you are good together, you know? Some people outgrow each other. Some people grow together. That's one thing I have seen. Like, if you're spiritually aware and you're, you guys are matched in a relationship and you rise up and your person rises up with you and then they rise up and then you rise up to match them, you're good. You're good. But if you have moved up and your person's still down and they don't want to move, there's nothing you can do to move them. They have to move themselves. There was a story I read about a man and a woman who were so poor and they had literally nothing. They had pennies. And the woman used, she would like make dresses or something. And she saved up enough money to get her husband a tuxedo so he could interview for a job. It took them a long time to save up for that. He got a job and he made good money. And then he made even more money because he moved up and he got raises. And he was doing things like shopping at expensive restaurants and getting really nice clothes and stuff like that. And she was still clipping coupons, trying to get a deal, shopping at the thrift stores. And like she was in a lack poverty mindset. And he's like, no, because he experienced what it was like to manifest something out of nothing. And she didn't. She was just his partner in that co-creation. And he vibrated in a space where she couldn't handle it. Like she would fight about the money. Like, we don't have enough. We don't have enough. She was bringing him down. And they ended up vibrating in different bubbles that he found someone that accepted his money, accepted his gifts, wanted to spend dough, had her own thing. And they ended up divorcing and she was in poverty. She was by herself and he just moved on, married someone new. Like that's literally what happens if you don't catch up. She could have easily been like, okay, buy me a dress, buy me this. Like they could have moved up and manifested so much for themselves together, but she just didn't do that. And so a lot of people stay stuck because they don't want to leave their partner. And so they, they stay in the same kind of situation due to that fear, you know? of this person's changing. They're not who I thought they were. You're not the person I married. Yeah, people change. Things happen. If Are you who you were at eight years old? I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Love is calming. It's healing. It's innocent. It's pure. There are people you can see in their eyes. They're just very like doe eyes. They're like, all they want is love. All they want is to take care and nurture. They have so much love to give. They don't know what to do with it. It just spills out of them. And all they need is gratitude and appreciation. Like that fuels them. But they're around people who just take, 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 take. And they cannot support them. And so they feel used or it doesn't feel good. It feels like messy. It feels heavy. And so lovers need to be around other lovers. Givers need to be around other givers. If you put a taker and a taker together, there's nothing really that you can create there it's a space of like 
scarcity. Mm-mm, that's not God. That's not what God wants for people. That's not what spirit wants for people. That's not what people want for people. That's not what I want for me. That's not what I want for you. That's not what you want for me, is it? Why would you want that? Some people are so hurt, they can't even admit it. They can't admit that they miss somebody. They can't admit that they love somebody. They can't admit that somebody hurt them. They pretend like it doesn't exist through meaningless sex, through drinking, through partying, through overworking. You know, the best thing you can do is like invest in yourself, work out, go to the gym, go to the park, watch YouTube or something if you can't afford any of that. Eat your favorite foods, take yourself to a restaurant, go see that movie. Who cares if you don't have anyone to go with you? Wear what you want to wear. Apply for the jobs that you feel that you want to do that excite you. Create your own job. Love yourself, love life, love everything that you do. It's free and it's there for you to enjoy and to create from it. It really is. And it's possible for you to learn to love yourself. It's possible for you to have a life that feels well. It's possible for you to love yourself so much that you choose to leave. It's possible for you to love yourself so much that you choose to strike up a conversation and build a connection. It's possible. Like There's no such thing as limitations this universe is so abundant it sounds so cliche i've just seen it too many times and the thing is it's simple it's easy and people avoid doing the easy work make that appointment have that conversation take that vitamin drink that water take that pill that vitamin pill move quit the job whatever like whatever your whatever is like you know what you're supposed to do but then people just don't do it because they don't feel worthy and then they get stuck in their creature comforts and then the thing that comfort them don't comfort them anymore and some people feel uncomfortable in their bodies like oh i'm too fat no one's gonna love me who cares love yourself fat someone will love you i love you fuck that shit don't body shame yourself Your body has taken care of you. It's gotten you through everything you've been through to this point. And it's a culmination of your thoughts and what you did to protect yourself to this point. You know what I mean? You can heal yourself. You can heal your relationship to your body, especially when it comes to sex too. There's so many people that feel uncomfortable with that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use this analogy. It's kind of weird, but like, I feel like there are psychic flashers. Like, let's say, for example, I got a big, I got a big energetic dick, right? I'm cool. I'm laid back. You don't see it swinging and hanging, right? I'm wearing pants. It's tucked in, whatever. I'm out. I'm seeing the honeys. I like what I like. You know, I'm feeling the vibe, feeling the energy, talking, gravitating towards what I like, extending the conversation, creating a opportunity to have a different time and place to meet with that person see if I like them see where the vibe goes after a couple months or whatever it gets to that point where it's just like hey I want to show you something you show them something about yourself for me it's like my gifts right like I don't want people to be like oh that's what you do up front I don't want to scare anyone I don't want them to be intimidated or uncomfortable or excited or thrown off or whatever their whatever is 
I want them to gradually get to know me. See my fun side, my playful side, my serious side, my self-care side, my tired side, my whatever. Like, let them see me in different spaces and stages to make their objective decisions to see if they want to continue being my friend or not. And then I'll be like, do you want to see something? Look, and I'll show them. And then if they want to experience it, then it's like, here, you try. Like, let's let's figure out how this will fit, right? I'll give them like energy balls or something. I know I was talking about like a psychic dick, so let's just keep it like energy dick wise. It's like me trying to be with someone and then being alarmed at how my thing looks. Like, oh my God, it's so big. Can I take it? <laughs> and me being like slow, right? Like me warming them up me taking my time me making sure they're comfortable me making sure that they enjoy the experience and that i enjoy the experience and that it might not be what we thought it was the first time but like let's try it again and then it gets to a point where it's comfortable you know each other you know the energy you know how your bodies work and stuff like that so that's what i mean but then there are some people they just whip their fucking psychic dicks out look at my dick oh it's so big it's like you didn't ask to see that shit And some people are like, whoa, oh my God, look at this. They take a picture. They're like, oh my God, look. And they bring all these people to you. Look at the, ah." it's like everyone wants to try it out. It's too much. It's like very flashy. It's very shallow. It's very energy taxing. It's bad spiritual hygiene. You just feel used. It's empty. And then you're out again doing the same fucking thing, hoping for a different experience, which makes you crazy. You got to learn how to be chill and go with the flow and allow things to come to you naturally not forcing it so yeah weird analogy but it'll make sense to whoever it needs to make sense to sorry if it's a little graphic but you know it is what it is it is what it is but yeah there's a lot of like uh things related to like i wish i had that vixen kind of like energy i can only have that energy if I'm really into someone, I'm throwing it at them. I'm like, you'll feel it. Pre, during, post, you'll feel it. But before that, like, you won't feel anything coming off me. Because I'm not seeing you that way. I'm not throwing that energy. I felt people throw energy like that towards me. Let them know. Scared the shit out of them that I knew what they were up to or thinking. And they stopped. It's like, you have to, for someone as energy sensitive as me, consent right like if you think a certain thought don't and you feel guilty about it or something like that like it's like I'll ignore it but there's some there's some times where it's like the line will be drawn and it's just you just access has been revoked no longer a friend no longer reading you will not be able to even hear what it is that I'm saying even if you listen to something that I'm like sharing online or whatever you're gonna feel like you fucked up like it's like what is it that careless whisper song by george michael time can never mend the careless whispers of a good friend something like that where it's like you fucked up a friendship by being stupid and by trying to be sneaky and stuff and so it's important for people to be upfront and straight up about their intentions when it comes to this love stuff too Like, just because you feel it from someone, 
And if you're someone who's like more direct in your approach and you tell people that you like a direct approach and they're not being direct with you, you don't have to play with that energy. You can just be like, okay, they're just, they're just different. It's just not for me. It's different. You know, it's different. You could be the most sweetest sugar in the world and someone prefers salt with their coffee. Like who wants to have bitter ass black coffee with salt? Some people do. So you know, you just want to be appreciated by someone that prefers to have sugar in their, in their coffee, maybe a little creamer or something like that. You're just enough and just right for somebody, but you have to be able to create the space and the time to be able to allow that somebody to manifest into your world essentially is the point. And if you continue to box yourself in or keep yourself inside or feel like you don't deserve it or you hate yourself or whatever, then that's a you thing. It's all about you. No one can love you how you can love you. And if you don't know how to love you, at least be open and willing to learn how to love you and learn how to let spirit love you and see yourself how the divine sees you instead of all these fucked up things that you think you're supposed to be in order to receive love. These beauty standards, bullshit. Um, stupid things related to like race and crap, bullshit. Socioeconomic stuff, bullshit. You could be poor tomorrow and rich the month after that and poor the next month after that and rich forever and staying rich forever three months after that. Like things are always changing. So don't allow your outside circumstances to negatively impact how you feel about you especially when it comes to loving yourself truly and allow yourself the freedom to experience it in this life in a way that's not hard. Like you, you don't have to be loved hard. It doesn't have to be hard for you. If anyone has told you you're not going to feel love in this life or you're just meant to be traumatized and experience it in a hard way where you have to go through all this fucking abuse and like put through tests and shit, they're lying to you. Delete that message. It's not fucking, it's not godly. It's not loving. It's not true. It's not pure. And you know it. So once you know it, you can unknow it and learn something new. And that's the thing. Like trauma changes the brain. Trauma changes the heart. Trauma changes the disposition. But so does healing. Like healing changes the brain. Healing changes the heart and healing changes the disposition. So I'll leave you with that. And I hope that you feel loved. Truly. I hope that you're open to experiencing a little sprinkle of it. And if no one has lit your flame, here's a candle that's already lit. you're lit. (laughs) Talk to you later. Bye. I'm so glad that you found me on your journey. I hope to catch you next week's episode. Connect with me on Instagram or YouTube at readings by NOS. Check out my website at yarase.com and subscribe if you'd like to receive my seasonal newsletter and stay up to date with my offerings and projects. If you'd like a reading, you can book a remote session with me there. Feel free to send me an email with questions you'd like answered, stories you'd like to share, comments, concerns, or if you just want to stop by and say hello. 
I look forward to connecting with you. Stay blessed.